Welcome to The Real Deal with Jason Silverman, the podcast dedicated to helping you build the business of your dreams and live the life you always hoped for, with valuable and fun tips and info to make your life easier and more fun. And now, here's your host, a man who sprinkles metal shavings on his breakfast cereal just for fun, Jason Silverman. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Real Deal with Jason Silverman. I'm your host, Jason Silverman, and I'm thrilled to share some time with you once again today. As you know, I am always, always on the hunt for interesting as well as super smart Real Deal guests, and i got to tell you, today's show is a winner. I want to introduce my listeners to somebody who's truly been there and done that and doing good as well as doing well, so I'm excited to pick his brain for your benefit today. Now, for the folks who I work with in any of my coaching programs, my mastermind group, or through Powerful Words Character Development and All-Star Cheer Sites, you know how much I focus on the importance of a sound financial strategy, correct? And that all starts with mindset, and quite honestly, this show is going to help us to do just that. So today, it's going to be my honor and privilege to share an amazing resource with you. You're going to love today's guest. He's got a ton of valuable info about what I consider to be a super hot topic to help you and everybody you work with succeed, as well as a fun way to deliver it. So I want you to strap yourself in. Today's show is going to be a blast. As I'm sure you already know, I'm committed to helping business owners just like you to become more successful, enjoy your career more, and in general, make your life significantly more fun. Alrighty, boys and girls, it is now that time. I want you to stop surfing Facebook, put away your phone, your tablet, your dog, your cat, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your spouse, anything that might possibly distract you from today's show. You're about to get some great and immediately usable information, and I don't want you to miss even a second. So before we officially get going, let me give you a little bit of background about our special guest today. Danny Kofke is currently a retirement consultant in Georgia. He was an elementary school and special ed teacher for 14 years before getting out of the classroom recently. Danny is also the author of three personal finance books, A Bright Financial Future, Teaching Kids About Money, Pre-K Through College for Lifelong Success, A Simple Book of Financial Wisdom, Teach Yourself and Your Kids How to Live Wealthy and with Little Money, and How to Survive and Perhaps Thrive on a Teacher's Salary. Danny has appeared on numerous television shows, including Fox and Friends, Fox News Channel's Happening Now, the CBS Early Show, CNN's Newsroom, Fox Business Network's The Willis Report, Weekend Express, The 700 Club, Your Bottom Line, Fox News Channel's American News Headquarters, uh, gosh, you name it, he's been on. He's also been interviewed on 500 radio shows and featured in numerous publications such as USA Today, Yahoo.com, Consumer Reports, FastCompany.com, Money Magazine, Bankrate.com, Parade, Instructor Magazine, CBSMoneyWatch.com, FoxBusiness.com, The Atlanta Journal-Constitution, ABCNews.com, USA Weekend. Folks, you name it, he's been there. Danny's 10-year-old daughter, Ava, has recently traditionally published a personal finance book to help children age 4 to 11 learn more about money. The Financial Angel, What All Kids Age 4 to 11 Should Know About Money, includes Ava's simple definitions and tips about savings, spending, giving, debit cards, and credit cards, plus activities for kids to enjoy learning about money basics. Many people find investing in money management difficult to understand. Danny would like to show others if this former elementary teacher, elementary school teacher can do it, they can too. Guys, I'm excited. Danny, welcome to The Real Deal. I'm thrilled to have you today. Hey, Jason. Thank you so much for having me on. 
Oh, pleasure is mine. I'll tell you what, before we get started, for those who haven't yet had the opportunity and pleasure of meeting you or hearing you speak or, or reading any of your books yet, do me a favor. Take a second. Share your story with our listeners, okay? What are you passionate about? What makes you tick? Who is Danny Kofke? Um, well, what makes me tick is just helping others uh, get the most out of life. And uh, for many, that does start with money. Um, so it was, I guess, in, um, about 10 years ago. Um, at that time, my wife, Tracy, she was a school teacher. And then we lived, um, I was teaching then too, and we kind of lived off one salary. So this was, you know, mid, early 2000s. Most people were living like there was no tomorrow, refinancing their house, you know, spending the money on flat screen TVs. Um, but we lived differently because we had a plan in place and we wanted Tracy to be able to stay at home and we had children. Um, some people suggested I, I write a book to help out my colleagues, and I honestly didn't give it too much thought. And then I think God just put it in my head to sit down and start. So I did. And then I finished it a few months later. I was really happy to just show it to friends and family. And someone suggested I should try to submit it and get it published. And at that time, the publishing industry was completely different. But um, I did. Um, then it was accepted by a company. I did have to pay. Um, at that time, like I said, it was a completely different. So I did have to pay a decent amount up front to have it published. But uh, that's when the first book, How to Survive and Perhaps Thrive on a Teacher's Salary, uh, came along. Um, and then we'll fast forward a few years. Um, and obviously that book, the target audience was teachers. Um, fast forward a few years. And at that point, Tracy had stayed at home. We had Ava in 2004. And then we had Ella in 2007. And Tracy um, was a stay-at-home mom. So we had lived on my teacher's salary of about 42 grand a year for that period of time. And uh, despite that, had no debt except the mortgage, invested each month, um, had an emergency fund in place. Um, but most importantly, lived wealthy lives on a moderate income. And that's when I felt I had a lot more knowledge to share. And I didn't want to just give it to teachers. And this was like 2010 towards the end of 2010 or 2010. And that's when the economy was still, you know, really, really down. A lot of people were struggling. And that was um, when I wrote the second book, A Simple Book of Financial Wisdom, just to help others and just, you know, say, you can do it. You can do it. Um, and, and then in this past September, I released uh, the latest book, A Bright Financial Future, and that was just for parents to teach their children. Um, and I've broken it up into age brackets like ages 3 to 5, tips to use, ages 6 to 8, 9 to 11. And I did it, you know, based on my years as a teacher, um, just so parents, because, you know, the whole Occupy movement woke me up to where I realized that a lot of kids were graduating college or high school and they didn't realize, understand anything about money, about student loan debts, about credit cards, anything. And they were blaming the system. And, you know, partially I felt, you're right, the system is to blame because as a former teacher, uh, we don't do a good job of teaching financial literacy. So parents, if you're listening, you have to be the one uh, to teach that. And then around the same time, um, I also got offered a, a new position where now um, I work for a company and I actually go out to schools. We uh, run the 403B plans for a lot of school districts. And I just help teachers. I, I talk to them about managing money, about saving for retirement, and I uh, just, just love doing that. So um, so I guess in a nutshell, that's, uh, that's Danny Kofke. But what makes me tick is, is just really helping others gain control of their money because you know money isn't the all end all be all but it really dictates what we can do in life and that's where if you can have sound financial principles and you can take control of your money then you can pursue your life's dreams um, and passions makes sense totally makes sense well let's let's dive in because there is a ton I, i'd like to pick your brain on you know not not just for my listeners you know i have a i have a a four and a uh, six year old so this is very very timely information for me so tell me this you know what what made you really sit down and, and write a book for parents to teach their kids about money 
Um, what really um, sparked it was, you know, I was going, and, and with my other two books, they were geared towards adults. And I had some success. I mean, people would listen. But then I realized, you know, money issues are very similar to weight loss issues where you know what you should be doing. I mean, it, it's, there's no magic formula. Spend less than you earn. I mean, that's kind of it. Um, same with eating. Eat less than you burn. Um, it's just there's no magic formula to it. But unfortunately, because it seems so um, simple, a lot of people are embarrassed um, to come and try to take advice because it is pretty easy. And that's when I thought, you know what? And I, like I said, I had some success helping people, but then I just really thought with the kids, every parent or most you know, good parents want their children to have it better than they did. And that's when I thought, you know, how about a book for kids? So parents, because as a former teacher, like I said, I know that we don't do a good job of teaching financial literacy in our schools. So I don't want kids to make the same mistakes that so many of us have made. So here's a resource that parents can use and, and just specific tips and, and information they can provide their children so they grow up knowing how to manage money and what to do with it. And that way they don't um, get trapped behind the eight ball because, you know, let's face it, we're facing a generation now, a lot of people graduating with that student loan debt. And, um, you know, it, it, some people are graduating $75,000, $80,000, and student loan debt is one of those things you can't write off even if you file for bankruptcy. So you have people that are going to delay starting life, delay getting married, having kids, buying houses, all those things because of this crippling debt. So I want to change that and just help people. And that way when they go to college, they graduate high school, they decide to open a business, whatever it may be, that they um, are much smarter with their money so they don't make mistakes because it's so much more difficult, you know, to get out of a mistake than it is, uh, you know, if you just didn't make it to begin with. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Let me ask this question because I feel like whether this is for kids or for adults, this is spot on accurate. And, and, and I'd love to know why, you know, why do you feel like money reigns such a top, taboo topic? Um, well, I, unfortunately, I think that, like I said, because it's so simple, and I think people are embarrassed by it because it isn't on paper. It's not hard. Um, and I've talked to you know one of my pastors said that uh, you know people will come to him and confide in infidelity, drug abuse, things like that. But money issues still remain a tough topic for so many to uh, to talk about. And I kind of take the complete opposite approach, especially when you're dealing with your kids. Um, you know, if you're facing a foreclosure or something major, you don't want to share that. You don't want to them. But all kids love it when mom and dad mess up. So to me, if you've made money mistakes, share it with your children because as adults and as children, we are going to make thousands of mistakes in our lives. The important thing is that we learn from them, those mistakes. So as a parent, if you have messed up with money or anything, you know, just say, this is what happened. This is what I did. But you know what? Going forward, I learned from that and I never put myself in that position again. And I think it's, you know, like I said, all kids, when mom and dad mess up, they're like, oh, you're human. You messed up too. And I think they are valuable learning lessons for children. So, you know, I kind of take the complete opposite approach and I talk about money as much as possible. So Ava and Ella are 10 and 7. And I, I mean, I know I talk about things that are probably over their head, but kids are like sponges, and you, it's amazing how much they absorb. So to me, you know, just at any time you can, just bring it up. Talk about, you know, credit cards. Talk about student loans, even at a young age, and they, they just pick up a lot more than we think. And um, so to, to me, you know, as a parent, just be open and honest um, and, and just explain it to them. And like I said, if you have messed up, Tell them about it. Share the story with them and say, you know what, though? I didn't make that mistake again, and uh, that's why I'm a better person because of it. Makes sense. What age do you feel like you could start teaching kids about money? 
Um, I started at age three, and we did it with basic chores. And I'm not a big fan, I'll say, of uh, paying people for things they should be doing. But I made an exception when the girls were three. Um, and some of the chores they had were cleaning their room, putting away their toys, clothes, whatever. And they could get paid a dollar a week. So we checked off the chores on a daily basis. And then we have three jars, one labeled giveaway, one labeled savings, one labeled spending. So upon getting paid, if they got paid a dollar, we'll say, 10% or a dime would go in the giveaway jar, 25% or a quarter would go in the savings jar, and the rest would go in the spending jar. And when they're three and four, it's just kind of going through the memorization of what you do with money at first. But I notice once they get to, to be like five, they notice things a little bit more, things that they want. And so we would never have an argument. We'd go to the store and they'd say, I want that, I want that. We'll say, well, you know, we'll see how much money you have in your savings or spending jar. And if you have enough, you can come and buy it. If you don't have enough, you're going to have to save up a little bit more in order to purchase it. And then the giveaway jar is great because, I mean, we used to we buy canned foods for needy families. Um, one year there was a girl at my school who lost her father before Christmas, and um, Ava bought her a teddy bear and delivered it to her. So it just kind of shows, especially in the culture that we live in, it's so easy for us to compare ourselves to others and, and always thinks everyone has more than we do. But with the giveaway jar, it kind of just shows us that, you know what, we have a lot more than many other people. Um, and, and it just helps because it's, it is really, really easy just to always say, gosh, I wish I had that, I wish I had that. But by kind of giving away some of the money, then you, you kind of realize that there are a lot of people out there that, that are a lot less fortunate. And then I think it helps you pr appreciate a little bit more what you do have. I totally, totally agree with that. I'd love to hear more about this. You know, I know that your 10-year-old daughter published a book. Mm -hmm. um, how did that happen? It's interesting. Um, so... She came home last year, uh, last, it was like springtime, and she said, Dad, I really need you to buy me a laptop. I said, oh, you do? Well, why is that? She said, so I can play Minecraft. And I said, okay, so I should work all day and buy you something so you can play games. <laughs> I said, negative, it's not going to happen. I said, now, you can do a bunch of chores um, and earn money, but it's going to take you a long time. So let's just think of some ways that maybe you can earn money outside of the home. And she is a, a gifted writer. Um, in second grade, she won like a, a Georgia Author of the Year Award for second grade and the whole cast. I mean, she was really, I, I saw she has a good writer's voice. And I said, you know, Ava, I have some ties with the publishing industry. Maybe a book could be something, you know, that, that, that you may be interested in and it can earn you some money. So um, she said, sure. So I talked to, to the publisher and she said, you know what, how about a money book for kids and what she's learned from you. So Ava sat down and worked on it. It took her a couple months, you know, it was, she wasn't like all in it, but I mean, it took her a little time, but, um, but we submitted it when it was done and the publisher accepted it. So as uh, September, she, um, she had her own book come out and it's just some neat things have happened uh, with that. She's actually done a, a book signing at her school during book fair week. Um, we just got invited. So uh, in a, a couple of weeks, we're actually going to go to the federal reserve bank of Atlanta. And both of us are doing a keynote presentation to kick off money smart week here in Georgia. Um, and then both of us have gotten, um, we got hired to go do a presentation this summer at an army fort and uh, Ava's never flown in a plane. So she's going to get to fly in a plane for the very first time and we're getting paid and she's probably going to get paid enough that if she wants to go buy that computer, she's going to be able to go buy it with the money that she earned. So, I mean, I, I know and for parents out there, you know, not every 10 year old is going to write a book. But, you know, with that, I just kind of thought outside the box a little bit. And, and a lot of 10-year-olds, you know, maybe they're good at walking, you know, animals and dog sitting. Maybe they're good at coming up with some sort of app. They're so, you know, tech-savvy now. But just it was kind of thinking outside the box for her. And, you know, I even explained to her now, I'm like, look, at 10 years old right now, 
while you're sleeping, someone could be buying your book and you're earning money. So it's just kind of a little, you know, it took it a little bit. Like I said, I know not many 10-year-olds would do that. But there's some things that parents, you know, you can think about just exposing your children to. Um, and they're just good money lessons. And then the, the best thing is, you know, this is going to be her money. So she really wants to go buy a laptop. It's money that she has earned. So she's going to be able to go and, and do that. So we still set it up where she's going to give away on 10% and save some. But then the rest, I mean, she can do what she wants with. That's fabulous. What what an amazing what an amazing life lesson she's got right there. So, what would you say um, is the most important message that you hope others get from not only yourself um, but your books in general? So, when 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 they when they drill, really drill it down, what do you want them to to take away? Um, hope. Um, there, there are so many people out there that are struggling right now, and there are so many people that say, gosh, I just can't do it. And I just want to show that, yes, you can. Um, you know, if this elementary, former elementary school special education teacher can, you can too. Um, I've never taken an economics class in my life. I'm an elementary ed degree. That's what my bachelor's is in. So, but I, but I haven't figured out. Um, and, and it's easy on paper, and that's what I want to show people. I know the discipline, it takes time, and, and it takes effort. But the beauty of it is is there's not a secret formula. Um, and I think that's the great part about it, that if you have some discipline and you do some sacrifices, you can manage your money and be successful as well, even if you don't make a large salary. Hmm. That's, that's a fabulous message. Folks, it is now time for our resource of the week. Um, Danny, tell me this. How, how can our listeners find out more about you, um, your books? Uh, really, how can they get a, a better a better taste? Yeah, probably the easiest way. Um, if you just do a basic Google search of my name, uh, Danny Kofke, D-A-N-N-Y-K-O-F as in Frank, K-E, um, usually the first thing that pops up is my blog page, so you can click on that, but also just Google, and there's you know uh, some information out there as well. So um so yeah, and then on my blog page as well, there's a tab to email me. So if you have any questions, feel free to shoot me an email. Spectacular. You know, I always like to, uh, to end my podcast with one important question, and, and I'm excited to hear your answer to this. So if you could give owners, and really just people in general, one solid piece of advice to either help their business or, or help them just to live a better, more balanced, more focused life, what would that piece of advice be? Say never give up on yourself. Um, that, that's so huge. A lot of people, and I know especially with businesses when you're first starting, but if you have that passion and that drive, just keep believing in yourself and just, just try to do something every single day better than you did the day before. And then over time, you know, you'll, you'll be where you want to be. So just that's the thing that kind of just, you know, frustrates me the most, even in this business of trying to help people. It's just when they, they wave the white flag and they give up. It's just, uh, it just makes me, makes me sad for them. So that's what I would say. If you have that passion, just keep at it. Just keep at it and then one day um, you will have that breakthrough wise wise words Dave thank you so much for joining me today I know how busy your schedule is and, and I really appreciate you joining me today and sharing some of your wisdom and your experience with us hey thank you so much for having me on Jason absolutely folks that is all the time we've got today thanks so much for tuning into The Real Deal with Jason Silverman for more information about private coaching or to see if you'd benefit from one of our mastermind groups visit me over at www.jasonmsilverman.com I look forward to helping you achieve the success that you truly deserve until next time, let me leave you with this. Get out there and be the real deal. Set a goal, make a plan, work like hell towards and achieve the success that's waiting for you. Now's the time. Get out there and make it happen. Go get them, folks. This has been Jason Silverman, and I hope you have a spectacular week.
You've been listening to The Real Deal with Jason Silverman. To access the great resources mentioned in the show and for information on coaching and mastermind group opportunities with Jason, please visit jasonmsilverman.com.